0: Attention, fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna Original Podcast, Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children. And in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real Weird, grim fairy tales With real, weird, hilarious kids In each episode, you not only get to hear a story But you also get to enjoy this group Guessing what'll happen next Cracking jokes And sharing their own perspectives on the tales Also, heckling me They love to heckle me The episodes are rated on a scale From grim, to grimmer, to grimmest So there's always a great variety of tales To explore with your family You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now, wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. 92%
2: cool <laughs> yep even easier than that and with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts is it even a decision that's banking reimagined what's in your wallet terms apply see capital one.com bank for details capital one and a member fdic audio i got it from here thanks guys
4: john another ambulance can you stop screwing up my er please
2: I was actually hoping to run into you.
4: I've got a real emergency coming in, too.
2: <laughs> it's important.
4: You had weeks to talk to me. I'm over it.
2: We found a purple body. A real one.
4: Oh. Fuck.
2: Yeah, and the time of death does not line up with Curtis. He was telling the truth. Someone else is behind this. He? Oh, uh, Curtis. Curtis. Um, When everything happened down in the lab, I mean.
4: So, uh, where did you find this guy? Are you sure?
2: Yeah, even Crowley seemed on board. Uh, We found her along Route 83, almost out of town.
4: Wow, that's... that's why you need me?
2: I was hoping to pick your brain about what happens with bodies that are affected by storm shock.
4: Storm shock? Is that what you think this is?
2: I'm just curious. I think this is supposed to resemble it.
4: Interesting. Any idea why?
2: Not yet. Do you have a minute to walk and talk?
4: 30 seconds.
2: So, you've seen a few bodies with storm shock, right?
4: I have a very limited experience with it.
2: But you treated Jake back in 2014.
4: When I saw him, he was nothing like this.
2: Because that storm was a false alarm.
4: That's what the news said.
2: Don't tell me there's another conspiracy theory. I can't take it. What about cases from 1989?
4: How old do you think I am? I was three then.
2: I know. I was like four months old. I I just meant if you've read or seen anything about it.
4: What are you asking me?
2: Amelia, please. I know you're pissed at me right now, but just...
4: I'm indifferent to you.
2: (sighs) What are the symptoms of storm shock?
4: First, it's just like the flu, right? Headache, fever, it attacks the brain causes issues with memory, and makes it hard to think straight. Next, it's the eyes. They start to itch, and then it gets hard to see. Abnormal growths start to appear.
2: Growths? Like tumors?
4: Uh, sort of. You might be able to find pictures from old cases. I haven't looked, but I've heard stories about people growing extra toes.
2: Oh my god.
4: Yeah. It's different for everyone, but it always ended the same. Eventual organ failure and massive internal hemorrhage.
2: Wow. Uh... That's terrible. You saw it happen to people?
4: Unfortunately, too many people.
2: Anyone you knew? We're done here. Sorry.
4: I need to get back to work.
2: Maybe we can grab a bite sometime?
4: No, we can't. Amelia. Awkward. Awkward.
5: Audio Media presents How I Died.
2: Bianca do you need me to stop
3: no it's okay just do it quickly I'm almost through will the pain stop when you're done
2: I don't I don't know honestly I've never had this happen to a ghost
3: okay I'm ready
2: There. I'm through.
3: Good. Ow.
2: Does it still hurt?
3: Not as badly now that the vibrating stopped. Do you think I'll feel your hands moving my insides?
2: I really hope not. It seems like your sensations have lessened, at least. A bone saw to the chest for a living person is enough to send them into shock, and well. And kill them. So, I think you're in the clear. You might feel some pressure, though.
3: Hmm. Yep, that's... Wow! Sorry. What are you looking for?
2: Anything, really. More clues as to what's going on or what killed you.
3: I thought you said it was internal bleeding.
2: It was. From what I can tell, your veins themselves started to perforate... They develop uh, microscopic holes all over your body. Seemingly at the same time, or at least very quickly in succession. Almost like your veins deteriorated from something, some chemical or biological weapon of some sort. I'm not sure. That's what I need to figure out.
3: A biological weapon? Seriously?
2: That's just one possibility. The blood test I ran earlier showed me that you had extreme amounts of chemical radiation in your system.
3: But it's possible that they've always been there, right? I mean, I was exposed to the 1989 storm. You were? Yeah. Like, I was born after it, but that radiation stuff could have stuck around a long time. So
2: you're suggesting everyone in this town has been exposed to some sort of radiation? It would make sense, given what Mike told me about the effects of geothermal energy... I think I would have seen it on some of these other bodies.
3: Mike? Geo what?
2: Sorry, I'm mostly thinking aloud. I suppose I could test someone who's lived here their whole life and see if they have any amount of detectable radiation. Although I doubt Crowley would give me any of her blood.
3: Probably not if you ask like that. Very funny. You said there were other cases like me. What about their blood tests?
2: Jake's report was redacted. Franks is missing, and I never got to conduct the autopsy on Becca.
3: That's some bad luck.
2: I don't think it had anything to do with luck.
3: So, you don't really know what it is you're looking for, huh?
2: Unfortunately, no.
3: That's not great. Are you finding anything down there?
2: It's one thing when a floating ghost asks me how it's going, but it's another to have a voice coming from the actual body I've got my hands inside.
3: Yeah, yeah. Very morbid. Find anything?
2: For lack of a better term, your internal organs are very... malleable. Meaning... They're not as dense as they should be. Specifically, the walls of your heart. They seem very thin. They're almost disintegrating on my hand. Do you have any history of heart disease in your family?
3: Not that I know of.
2: I'm thinking this is a side effect of whatever happened to the rest of your veins. Since the heart pumps all of the blood, I'm thinking it was doing extra work trying to compensate for all the bleeding.
3: Interesting, I guess. Any idea why I'm stuck in my body? Assuming this isn't normal.
2: Now that, I don't have the slightest clue. Ways to die, I'm your person, but why some ghosts around here seem to be feeling the effects of death differently is beyond me.
3: Haha. <laughs> Great!
2: Your esophagus is fine. Huh. That indicates that whatever affected your body wasn't something you consumed. You could have been exposed to this directly in your bloodstream or even by skin contact. I'm not sure. I'll need to look for needle marks. Any history of drug use?
3: A bit. Back when I was in my early twenties. But nothing serious.
2: You said you were a year younger than Jake?
3: Not a full year. I have a late birthday.
2: And Then when were you born?
3: November 13th, 1989.
2: Jake was also born in 1989. So was Frank. Becca was only 23 years old, though.
3: You think that has something to do with it?
2: I'm sure it does. Three out of the four victims were born in the same year. I don't know about Becca, but with your appearance and these symptoms of storm shock... It seems like someone is trying to recreate it.
3: In people who were born during that year?
2: That's my guess, too.
3: But why? Who?
2: I have no idea. Maybe someone who was involved with Springfield Corp, or maybe someone who wanted more people to die in the storms?
3: Who would want more people to die? Jonathan.
2: Oh, great.
3: Who's that? I can't see. Uh...
2: You're bringing bodies down here now?
1: I need you on this immediately.
2: That seems to be the trend with you, huh?
1: Now is not the time for jokes.
2: I wasn't joking. And I'm busy.
1: This takes priority.
2: You can't just dictate that. Crowley knows what I'm working on.
1: It's Jimmy.
2: The guy who thought he was dead? You put him in a body bag this time? I'm not playing that game again.
1: He is dead.
2: Yeah. I get it. He is dead.
1: He was found locked inside his room this morning. He immolated himself overnight. Immolated?
2: He lit himself on fire. But that's usually reserved for public displays to...
1: To make a statement. Yes, I'm aware. Which is why I need your help.
2: Is there any chance someone else did it?
1: No. I know he did it to himself.
2: I don't understand.
1: We had a camera in his room since his report a few weeks ago.
2: And you now have the footage of him being burned alive?
1: It's far from ideal. I'll
3: say.
5: As I floated into the room, the tension was thick enough to cut with a knife. Jesus.
3: Who's that? I didn't hear anyone else come in.
5: My poor body's been through enough examination. Since I couldn't tell anyone what happened, It would be nice to finally be put to rest. If
2: you have it on camera, what do you need me for?
1: You remember the last time we spoke. Jimmy mentioned the medication he was taking.
2: Being forced to take, if I recall.
1: There's been no evidence of the abuse he reported.
2: But you're still asking me to perform an autopsy.
1: Immolation is a drastic step for a depressive. I'd be remiss if I didn't make sure he wasn't... under duress.
2: Or under the influence.
1: I'd appreciate your discretion on this. Unless you're still too busy.
5: If only Roger were still here. He'd put me to rest. (sighs)
1: I'll come find
2: you once I have information.
5: I'll be in my office.
2: Yeah. The usual.
3: What's going on? Fill me in.
2: Bianca, this is Jimmy. Jimmy, Bianca. You're both dead.
5: What a shame. Another poor soul was lost. And without a head this time... Enchanté. Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. I can see you. This was the same doctor from last time. He seemed like a loon now. But he was nice enough.
3: Does he think you can't see him?
5: Jimmy, do you see someone else in this room speaking? It seemed odd that the doctor was trying to talk to my dead body. But now that he mentioned it, I only saw him, yet I heard another voice.
2: So you can hear Bianca, too. Just like I can. And she's dead. There's something I wasn't able to share with you last time, Jimmy, and it's that I can see ghosts. I can hear the dead. And that's what got me into the job in the first place. I want to help you.
5: Now I know this guy is crazy, speaking to the dead? Come on, now. Now I know this guy is crazy, speaking to the dead?
3: That's just mean, John.
5: He needs to get it. What was going on down here? Is this guy... What was going on down here? Is this...
2: Jimmy, I- I'm standing right in front of you, looking directly at you. I can see you as a ghost. Here. Here. I'll hold up some fingers and I'll tell you how many. 3.
5: That must have been a lucky guess.
2: 7. <laughs> Come on now. All 10. I can see you, Jimmy. Can he really hear me? Yes, I can. So, let's talk instead of the narration.
5: You could hear me before too? I uh, yeah. I could. Why didn't you say something? I said so many mean things. It's fine. There are more important things. Wow. Like what? Like why you lit yourself on fire. I didn't set myself on fire. I set my body on fire.
2: So you really think you were still dead then?
5: Of course. And my body was just sitting there, rotting. So I tried to cremate it.
3: Holy crap, what a way to go.
2: It's a lot harder than it looks. Yes, it was. Let me take a look at your body. Do you want to look away? Why would I? Fair point. And I guess I don't need to warn you, Bianca.
3: Ha ha.
2: That is a lot of burned skin. This is going to make identifying any physical injuries difficult. I should be able to examine your stomach contents at least. You really don't remember feeling any of that?
5: Of course not. Why?
2: Just wondering. Now we've got a living guy who didn't feel enough, and a ghost who can still feel too much. What is going on here?
3: You think he's related?
2: I'm just being facetious. Jimmy... The last time you were here, I heard you talking about being abused by the staff. Can you explain, now that we're able to communicate without Kim here?
5: Um, I had been forced to take more medication than I was prescribed. Do you know why? I don't. I think it was just to pacify us. My depression was worsening, and some of the staff there don't care about patients. It's all about making their lives easier, or preventing people from getting uppity.
3: I find it hard to believe that you were uppity.
5: I don't think I was.
3: Then why doze you?
2: Because for people like that, it's about power and
5: control more than anything. They'd come into my room at night and force me to take extra handfuls of pills. I remember one laughing and saying a particular pill would make me impudent. And then... then they would hit me in the crotch. Jeez. I can't believe Kim turned their back. Dr. Kim didn't seem to know, and I never said anything.
3: Well, you're saying something now.
5: Isn't it too late? No.
3: John is very thorough.
5: So I see. And here I called you incompetent. Quite a few times
2: I've been called worse I'm not seeing any pills down your esophagus or intestinal tract It looks like they may have made it into your stomach and dissolved Damn Stomach acid still continues to work after you're deceased Although I can get a read on the drugs still in your system another way It'll just take some time Do we wait then? (laughs) Absolutely not Why not? Because I believe you It's about time Kim did something about it.
3: Where are you going?
2: I'll be back. I'm sorry, Bianca. It'll just take a minute. What do I do? You can come with me if you want. Maybe we'll get a good answer from the health therapist.
5: Okay. How do I get on that elevator if I'm a ghost?
2: Great question. Seems like you just float slightly above the elevator like you would a normal floor.
5: This feels... odd...
2: Yeah. Never really uh, understood why it works like
5: that. You know, I don't blame Dr. Kim. Why not? I would. They didn't know, and the staff did schedule to have my body moved, but it was too late. Then I'll be upset at Kim for you. If there's one thing I learned by being dead all these months, uh...
2: it's
5: that holding on to anger only hurts the angry.
2: Hmm. Can I ask you something, Jimmy?
5: I suppose. What?
2: A few weeks ago when your body was in the lab with me, you mentioned the memories of being back down here. What did you mean? Oh, I used to get out more often and come visit the morgue. You mentioned Roger earlier today. Did you visit the lab with Roger Benoff?
5: Yeah, often. Why? Do you know him?
2: No. He died. Uh, before I moved here. Died? Yeah. Crowley told me that he committed suicide about nine months ago.
5: Wow. So he actually did it?
2: Yeah. Wait, did what? You're smiling.
5: He faked his death to get out. You're saying that he's still alive? Of course he is. That was the plan. He and I always talked about faking our deaths to escape this hellhole. He said we'd make it look like an accident and no one here would know otherwise.
2: Uh, That's... I, I have so many questions. Kim.
1: Jonathan, you're coming in quite hot. What did you find?
2: I found exactly what I expected to find. Elevated levels of an assortment of drugs in his system and signs of physical abuse.
1: Physical. Even with all the injuries.
2: Traces, but yeah. Jimmy was telling the truth.
1: I was afraid of that.
2: Are you gonna look into it now? John, anger.
1: Yes. Thank you. That's it? Unless you have more news for me. That was it. Then that's all. I almost forgot. The tapes you owed me. Do you have them? I don't. Okay, then. You're temporarily suspended until you produce them. What? I just did you a huge favor. And I appreciate it. But now you're on leave until you give me the tapes.
2: That's absurd. You can't do that.
1: I warned you about it the last time I asked. Now go and get them or go home.
2: I don't have them.
1: Why not?
2: Someone broke into my office and took them.
1: Convenient?
2: I'm not lying.
1: I didn't say you were. Did you report it to the hospital administration or file a police report? No. Then I stand by it being convenient.
2: I have a body under active investigation downstairs. I am not leaving.
1: The case will remain open while you're gone. I'll have Dr. Clark secure the corpse in the drawers for you.
2: You and Clark better stay away from my evidence.
1: I assure you, both Dr. Clark and I have been handling pathology cases in this town longer than you've been practicing medicine. Your evidence will be there when you get back from suspension.
2: I'm going back to my lab.
1: If you go down there, I'll be forced to call security. I suggest you go home for today.
2: I suggest you go fuck yourself.
1: Jonathan, find the tapes and your leave is over. It's that simple. Otherwise, I hope you have a good afternoon.
5: Damn it! So much for not being angry. John? What? Where are you going? To the lab, like I
2: said. Do you not trust Dr. Kim? In general or with my evidence?
5: I meant with the bodies. No, not at all. Why would I? Because they used to work with Roger on all of this stuff. What? Dr. Kim was the one who introduced me. They were colleagues. You've got to be kidding me. Is that a bad thing? That should have made you feel better. It doesn't. Then I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, there's a security officer outside your door. I see him. What are you going to do?
2: is an audio media original production created and written by Vince Dijani directed and edited by Chroma Sakura, with sound design and mixing by Eric Howell the How I Died theme song was created by Silent Mike starring me as John Spacer Shana Waring as Sheriff Crowley David Dixon as Curtis Luis Bermudez as Eric Mendez Vin Vox as Dr. Kim and Caitlin Roberts as Amelia this episode featured a guest performance by Kirsty Wolven as Bianca Thanks so much for listening and until next episode, try not to die.